Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 69 of the Social Liability Podcast, the podcast where we discuss those folks in our lives that violate the social contracts that we all agree to live by. I am your host, the Raz Grease, with my co-host, the ever-present Buck Grundle, bringing you new and interesting stories from the far reaches of the internet. And this is a historic episode, for this is episode 69, Orgies and Fistfights. Now, is every story going to be sex-related on this episode? No, just the one. But it's episode 69, so you, you kind of had to have one, you know? Because <laughs> right. in reality, we're all 12-year-old children at heart. I mean, that is uh, that is kind of the premise of this whole, you know, comedy monkey go around that we produce for for everybody. But at the end of the day, you are right. We, uh, in you know, in true true social liability form, have included one sex story, but haven't made the entire episode about sex due to the rules of social decorum. And uh, we didn't want to show up on the po- uh, on the podcast ourselves for, uh, you know, really sticking our foot in it. So. Right, but I also have noticed, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. Every time we have a a head, like a, 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 either a thumbnail or a um, a title such as this, our views go up. So uh, apparently, we need to talk about boobs and dicks more. That's just what I'm gathering from our audience participation. I mean, you know, it it would be, you know, looking at statistical data. You know, you can't you can't round up the truth. <laughs> you know, but. But I am interested to see what we have in the gallery of rogues today, Mr. Raz. So who do we have up first? Well, Buck, I don't know what the heck I'm looking at. The first thing we have is being reported by flat, the flatheadbeacon.com. It's a police blotter from Flathead County Sheriff and uh, Calypso Spell police reports. I don't know. Uh, I don't even know where ooh, this ooh. is. What, Can I read it? And like I saw this, and I saw it was super short, and I even got my iPad right here, man. I'm re- I'm ready to roll. Like this... I'm excited about this. Can I read this, man? You absolutely can. This is an actual, honest to God, published police blotter. <laughs> I don't. Go ahead. Just just read it. Just read it. All right. All right. All right. Because you know, upon reading some of these things, I can tell you that like this this stuck out to me because I would love to have the job of just being the guy to write this shit down. So here are the uh, notes reported by Need Some Bean Juice. And uh, it's just a, a day-to-day overview of the police blotter here in uh, Flathead County Sheriff's uh, Department. So we've got 7.09 a.m. Three bears were hanging around since it was trash day. Hmm. Next on the report would be at 10.02 a.m. Two, excuse me, two women bought wine at a grocery store, mixed it with orange juice in the parking lot, (laughs) and began drinking it as they drove off. (laughs) Yeah, I I give up. I give up. Never mind, folks. Yep, I am far too stoned to try and read this, so... There we go. Uh, 11.32 a.m., a car hit a lawnmower in the school parking lot. 2.10 p.m., someone complained about speeding Calypso cruisers. I have no idea. Cruisers with a K. Uh, 2.38 p.m., someone stole a brand new seat covers from a truck. 
3.31 p.m., a child fresh off the school brush, the school bus broke a tree limb off someone's tree. 3.51 p.m., a lady just out of jail knocked on the door asking for a cup of coffee. 3.57 p.m., two cows were at large, were not scared away by a lawnmower. At, at 5.04 p.m., a Floridian who had previously been unable to find the library was now at the library and unable to find his car. 5.17 p.m., <laughs> two loose dogs were bear sprayed. Uh, 6.41 p.m., the driver of a Suburban was brake checking another car and flipped off the other driver. 7.27 p.m., two males were arguing in a women's restroom. 7.48 p.m., a bear was very focused on a trash can. And 9.35 p.m., someone was walking across a lawn. This is shit people called into 9114. I mean, there are some social liabilities being reported, but the, just the fact that some of these people call, called 911 to report some of this shit are the social liabilities, in my opinion. That bear... The bear in the... I can only imagine, I can only imagine why he was so focused on that trash can. Like, mm, I can see how you know what what nefarious scheme could that could our could our woodland ally the bear be up to with that trash can? Perhaps we should get nine one one involved on this. Yes, and perhaps we should publish our findings on the internet. What the hell? Let's move into real stories. Real stories, says the, I, says the host of the Social Liability Podcast. <laughs> I, you know what? I appreciate you entertaining that because when we were selecting articles for the show, I was like, I really want this one read. I was like, this is just so interesting. So, no, 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 you know, it, it was just a nice little intro for the show. But okay. Proceed. This is being reported by Fox 46 News in Charlotte. Rolling billboard for a funeral home turns heads near Bank of America Stadium. On game day in Charlotte, thousands flood the streets to watch the Panthers face off against any given opponent. Sunday, something other than friends, drinks, and food caught the eye of tailgaters. And it was very genius what they did. A truck circling the Queen City with a message, Don't get vaccinated. For a split second, those who read it might thought this was an anti-vaccination campaign until you see what is beneath it. The name of a funeral home. You don't get vaccinated, either you are uh, intrigued or you are disarmed by what you see, but either way, clickbait, right? You're going to click and see what the other side, it was on the other side of the website, so it was a great advertisement for whoever uh, made that advertising. Uh, Fox 46 reached the funeral home to find out it does not exist, but it does have a website. No number, address, or about me are listed. One link at the center of the page brings you to a Charlotte healthcare system that holds daily vaccination clinics. Does Star Med have anything to do with the ad? From my understanding, the answer is currently no. I do not know anybody in our team that has done this, but I am the last to know for some things, <laughs> says the doctor, uh, whose name is like as long as my um, hand. I'm not even going to try to read it. Uh, he said while he is unaware who is behind the ad, he backs its message. It's definitely a bit of the dark humor associated with it, but whoever did it is obviously has the same thought process as we do, where as vaccinations save lives. <laughs> Somebody just takes it upon themselves to get, put up a rolling billboard. <laughs> That's awesome. 
Um, but yeah, we typically like to give scores on these. Buck, I'm, I'm not giving this as a score. This is awesome. You know what? As awesome as it is, you know, if it made the news. No, funny stuff makes the news all the time. Just the fact that it's no, on the no, news does not, right, make, not right. make it a liability. No, it doesn't. And, you know, I'm trying to think. I'm really trying to play devil's advocate here. I really, really am. But You're not me, Buck. Yeah, I mean, like, that's... That's about you can't put a finer point on it than that, Raz. Moving along, no score. No score. <laughs> <laughs> um, next is being reported by WSB TV Atlanta. Adults only hotel causes controversy incoming. Uh, this is in Forsyth County, Georgia. Plans to build an adults only hotel incoming are not sitting well with some of the neighbors, but the hotel's developer says it will be good for the neighborhood. The property in question is on Antioch Road in Cumming. An Ohio developer wants to build a 25-room adult-only hotel. The problem is, for some people, it sits directly next to a church. Wait a minute. See, I, I think I've been there. No, 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 no. See, I, when, when you when I because we don't read these, folks. I just read the headlines, and I thought this was a just a hotel, and so far they haven't said anything otherwise to, to make me. No, for a fact, otherwise. I don't think this is a normal hotel. Let's continue. Uh, Travis Bridgman, a pastor in the Antioch Baptist Church incoming, says he wasn't happy when he learned that a developer wanted to build the hotel next door. We don't feel it's appropriate right next to the church. Uh, I have some thoughts about that, and we're going to go into that here shortly. Uh, he told Channel 2's Mike uh, Pechniak he's concerned about what precedent it would set. I feel it's a gateway to something that could be worse. Paula Duncan lives in a nearby subdivision and has started a petition to keep the hotel out. I understand this gentleman has a business and he can have it anywhere. I'm just not sure it was really thought out as far as locations surrounded by families and a church. Uh, John Krajniak also owns one of the Bellamare Suites outside of Toledo, Ohio and describes it as a five-star getaway for couples. We attract people from newlyweds all the way up in their 50s and anniversaries and everyone in between. Kezniak says the hotel will not attract criminals or less than welcome, less than wholesome crowd. He said the land is already zoned for a hotel and he intends to build there. I wouldn't put a product out there that didn't benefit the community. The Forsyth County Commission will take up the project in August. Well, I, I, I uh, a couple of questions come to my mind. First off, is how you know, and I'm only trying to gauge like a, a, a greater picture of it before I really like critique it. How how does the hotel propose to like put banners up or something like that? I mean, like, are they going to advertise it as like an orgy hotel, or are they going to advertise it as just like you know, like a mild, you know, just like hey. This is an adult space, like so. The, you know, they're okay. Let's let's. What I was alluding to is, I thought this was going to be a swingers resort. There's there's many of these around the country. Um, they all do very quite well. There's like a, a very famous one in Florida uh, that's called Secrets, I believe. Um, 
And it is a swingers resort. That's what it is. This well, what about this, what about the one that we did on the podcast, man? We did Joe Bob's, man. Bring your <laughs> bring your house and share your spouse. That was that was an RV park. Uh, now this instance, oh. what this is, there's actually one of these in the Poconos back in Pennsylvania. And what it is is it's it is literally a couples resort. It is not meant as a, a, a sharing. Thing. I mean, you could, I guess, in theory, but essentially all the rooms are like honeymoon suites. Uh, it is literally just a, 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 you can't, you know, get away for a long period of time, but if you can get away for an overnight um, with your spouse and, and kind of rekindle the romance type thing. Uh, I, I looked at one of these. I, I really did. Um, th- one of the rooms had a, uh, a jacuzzi. It looked like a champagne glass. I mean, it's just, it was, it was kind of a neat concept. Um, oh, well, there's, I don't see anything wrong with that. No. Um, but I have a big fucking problem with these goddamn churches that think they're they're gonna dictate what you can't build it next to us because we're a church. Okay, well fuck you. I don't want a church building next to my house. Fuck you. Go away. Right. No, you can't. You can't build here. No. Screw you. Um. Uh. There. Yeah. There actually is a Supreme Court case that. Uh, has dictated that their little petition. If the county acts on that, this guy's got a hell of a lawsuit against him. Uh, and I, I actually just became uh, acquainted with this particular case recently. Um, this was in uh, Massachusetts, I believe. Because um, if I'd, I'd have it in front of me and actually read off some quotes from it, as dry as that sounds. But essentially, if you were getting a liquor license in this town. Um, if you were anywhere like the closest church had could say whether you should get the um, uh, liquor license or not, and it was there was an alley that ran down the rear of the property, and it's the back door of this bar butted up to the back door of some church, and this church said, "No, you know we're vetoing the license. You can't have a liquor license. You can't open a bar there." And this case actually went all the way up to the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court ruled that. The, the government cannot outsource um, their uh, their duties to a, a individual or an entity that is not governmental in nature, uh, and a church by you know, our our government in general uh, cannot be a governmental organization. So right, church and state, man, church and state. So they can they can put the petition in, and the council can try and rule on there, but they'd be a fool to. Uh, they're gonna get their, they're gonna get the little pee pee smacked to decide to do that stuff. Besides, it's a hotel. It's not a. It's not like it. it you know, what? even if they want to put a casino in, fuck it. You know, if they wanted to put in a goddamn orgy hall, it's just one big ass room with mattresses. Uh, screw you. It, it, it's their land. They can do with it what they want. Well, no, I, I'm not. I'm not arguing that at all. I was just trying to gain. Like, why would they even have a fucking problem with it? You know. And now, now I'll tell you what. Flat out flat out guy who's the target of the article in this story the guy who wants to build a hotel for me gets a social liability score of a zero and these naysaying you know bible thumping idiots you know and i'm not bashing religion either pretty much five yeah five absolutely overstepping your bounds trying to encroach upon the rights of decent people because because of your own ideological beliefs like that's that's not okay. That's kind of absolutely contrary to the concept of, well, um, whatever. That's me giving my opinion on something that I'm not well-versed enough in to do so. But I do know that you're not supposed to stick God into the Senate. 
we don't we, he, you know we don't have God on the ballot okay you can if if we wanted church and state to commingle people can cast their ballots and you can even write one in you know you can write in whoever you want to vote for when when the when when the, we go to the polls again put God there in the in the section and let's see if he shows up for the inauguration if not we have to we have to you know defer to the judgment of the government so yeah they get a five Okay, the next is being reported by, in Los Angeles, CB News, KCAL9, and CBS2. Kind of a weird thing here. Mother-daughter face murder charges after illegal butt implant procedure kills aspiring social media star uh, Carissa Rajpal. <laughs> what the? <sighs> okay, let's, let's read it. Two women faced yeah. murder charges on Monday in connection with an illegal implant surgery that results in the death of an inspiring social media star. Liberty uh, Adame, 51, and Alicia Galaza, 23, both arrested August 5th in Riverside. The pair are a mother and daughter team who police say have been performing these procedures for years and recruiting clients through Instagram. Oh, my Lord. These things are done by people with no training. There's no standards. There's no contingency if something goes wrong. Police say the two women performed an outlaw buttocks augmentation procedure <laughs> on 26-year-old Carissa Rajpal of Encino on October 15, 2019. Neither woman has a medical license, and the procedure was formed in a non-medical facility. The procedure the women performed involved injecting a uncontained liquid silicone substance into the butt that can enter the bloodstream and create embolisms. Silicone is not meant to be injected into the buttock or the breast, period. And the FDA says that. Plastic surgeon John Timothy Kazazian also uh, corroborates. The procedure has been uh, Rajpal's third with the two women. Adame and Galaza called 911 to help Rajpal, but police say they fled the scene without identifying themselves or telling paramedics what happened so they would know how to treat her, according to the LAPD. Rajpal died in an emergency room with doctors unaware of the silicone injection. Rajpal's cause of death was listed by the L.A. County Coroner's Office as a homicide due to acute cardiopulmonary dysfunction and transmuscular intra. Uh, intra intravascular silicone injections. Screw you, Buck. Adame was released a day after her, last, after her arrest after posting a $1 million bail, and court date has not been scheduled for the case. Galaza was released on bond two days after her arrest. is scheduled to make her first court appearance on December 8th. Investigators say Adame and Galaza have been performing these procedures out of their home since at least 2012 and charged nearly $14,000 for three sessions. Other clients of Adame and Galaza have been contacted by have contacted police to report that they too are suffering from a range of complications due to the procedures. Anyone who believes they are a victim or have more information about the case can contact the Valley Bureau Homicide Detectives at blah blah blah. Okay, um, you go you go you, you, you go ahead and start this one, Buck. You go ahead and start this one. Okay. So first off, okay, this is going to make me sound racist as shit. But I'm going to let you know right now that if you can afford to front a $1 million bail, I hope the passports were taken too. I'm just saying that right now. Because everything about this whole freaking thing to me with these two women screams flight risk. 
those two, we're not going to see them again. If if and and I'm not saying that like you know they they lived outside of the country. I'm not saying they're foreigners, but I am telling you that if I were to break the law and if I were to have the ability to pay a one million dollar bail. I would pay it knowing that I had a plane ticket to somewhere other than here. And from a, to a non-extradition treated country. <laughs> that I'd be going, yeah, I'd be going to Belize. I'd be going to Belize. That's it. That's that's just it. But let's just go ahead and, and you know, just go into how disgusting these two are. You know, I mean, that... How do they even bamboo... Like, they've got multiple people that they bamboozled into this? Like, this is an ongoing thing? These people convinced? Wow. Well, like, uh, the, the, wow. The, the, the mother, uh, 51, she... If you could see a picture of this chick, she has had so much bad plastic surgery. Because <laughs> there is... Nothing in nature is that ugly. I'm sorry. There's just not. I've seen some ugly babies in my life, but not not that. Um, that the is monkfish. Yeah, yeah. It's, this is bad. So um, my whole opinion of this is: yes, they should be charged with the uh, with the homicide because of this individual. But at the end of the article, when they're saying like anybody else who believes that they too were a victim, please contact us. No, no. I'm sorry. Um, if if you if you get on Instagram and say, "Oh look, butt injections," and you just go to some some chick's house and she says, "All right, hop up on the uh, on the din- dinner table there. I'm gonna put a needle full of silicone in your ass." Um, I don't care how convincing they are. If it's just you're going to someone's house to get silicone injected in your ass, you knew it wasn't above board, and you accept that liability. In my opinion. So, um, yeah, charge them with the homicide. Uh, but the other people, <laughs> uh, maybe we should just know who they are so that people can be aware of that if they ever meet them on Tinder. <laughs> no, man. I mean, this... What a... Oh, my gosh. I'm giving these two a four. I, I'm, giving just, them a, just... I, I'm giving them a five because somebody did die. Now, granted, everybody involved was an idiot, but <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm sticking with my four. I reserve fives for, you know, other stuff. I don't have a good example of what I would reserve a five for. Uh, but why would you? Ah, I just don't get it. I don't get the the, the I need my ass to look huge thing. I... Hey, you know what? Beauty is painful, beauty is expensive, and my opinion, and solely my opinion, is that beauty is is really overrated. And there's a whole lot of stigma behind of it. You know, I feel bad for these ladies who are going in and, you know, trying to get, get make themselves prettier. They just got bad self-esteem issues. But on top of that, there's a lot of, you know, maybe you should work on your common sense before you work on your butt, it's just like, you know, uh, like did, did they even check to see if this if these two ladies had Yelp reviews to go along with their, like, like come on man, like I bet you no man, I you know what I hate to say it, but you know what the people who got bamboozled under this shit, I bet you every single one of them shows up at a car lot to buy a car with every fucking internet offer 
all the consumer reports, guns loaded, ready to fucking strike a deal. But when they're going to go and get their butts done, they want the bottom dollar. That's right. The bottom dollar. But anyhow, no, no, either way. No. no, I already said it twice. Don't even button me. Man. I already buttoned you. Don't even button I already buttoned uh, you. I already buttoned like, you. I was already... I was grabbing at straws with that joke. I said it over again on purpose because... I don't know. I was I was really hoping that I would get a reaction. But then your silence was deafening and I just want to go. I just want to move along. <laughs> there, there's certain times when there's just no words. So this is next one. Talk, Brad. This next one's being reported of NBC 10 Philadelphia. Give me my food! Women pulls out gun after Chipotle closes early. <laughs> Police are searching for a woman who they said threatened workers with a gun, asked to speak with a manager, and stole food inside of a Chipotle after an employee announced they were closing early. The incident occurred Saturday around 5 p.m. inside the Roosevelt Mall Chipotle on Cotton Man Avenue. The store's manager told an employee to close early due to staffing and advised the waiting customers in, uh, inside to order online. When an employee told customers, one woman who was accompanied by an unidentified man pulled a gun and asked to speak to the manager. The employee immediately pressed the security button to alert mall security because, yeah, okay. <laughs> well, then again, it is Philadelphia. They probably showed up with freaking shotguns. Uh, the woman then said if someone didn't make her food, she would be back and there would be a problem. The woman then placed the gun back in her purse. Uh, another Chipotle worker then made the woman her food in order to get her to leave. After uh, her food was made, the worker took uh, out her gun. I'm sorry. The woman took out her gun again and said, somebody get her, give me my food. <laughs> Police said the woman then took the food and fled the store in an unknown direction. Police released surveillance video of the woman. If you see her, do not approach and call 911 immediately. I, dude, I've never had Chipotle. It can't be that good. It just can't. There's no. You're muted, by the way. Um, so you might want to un, hit that button before you start talking again, Buck. Go ahead. Yeah, I. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like Moe's better than chipotle not even gonna lie and if i were gonna have any burrito at all period it would be a raw burrito out of west york pennsylvania that's right raw burritos i love that place well you better call raw burritos you better call raw burritos and get a check for that endorsement I'm actually going to submit something to their facebook profile because they actually always answer me and uh, they're just a good group of people. Maybe we might get some. Uh, maybe we might get some exposure. Jeez, <laughs> I, 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 dude! I remember back in Pennsylvania, you'd see the bumper stickers for Roberitos everywhere. Everybody had that damn bumper sticker on their car. Oh man, and that place is dope. They got like forty-five different types of hot sauces. Oh my god! Oh, oh man. Uh, I go in there every time I get the steak, two steak burritos, no beans, no sour cream, extra guacamole. See you later. They're about as big as a puppy. <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, like, you know, Waffle House should start making burritos because you can drunk fist that shit. Doesn't matter how fucked up you are. Doesn't matter how bad of a day you're having. Even now. Like, I'm like the crooked man of Calcutta. I can't even sit up straight. 
without like holding my arms on my wheelchair, but I could drunk fist that burrito, shove it into my fucking face with a smile, man. But totally taken away from the thunder of the story here. But would it be? But would it be worth about. pulling a gun for? If they told you they they were gonna close early, you need to order online. Would it be worth pulling a gun? No. Hmm. No. 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 Nope. Nope. Gotcha. I don't. I don't know. I. I can't. I can't think of very many instances. Other than like life or death. So yeah, no. There's no other instance where I could see myself pulling a gun. So <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, hey, in case anybody didn't realize, what you just witnessed there was me doing something called mental math. <laughs> <laughs> what would be worth it? <laughs> I mean, I mean my, my, my wife and my grandmother, uh, who just had her birthday yesterday, by the way, uh, did, she, did she hit 90? I think so. Um, but they, they've had a conversation one time where they were really mad at somebody. And... The conversation, I'm not even going to say who said it, but the, the comment was made that, you know, there comes a point in your life where life without the possibility of parole is no longer a deterrent. <laughs> uh, I can't see a burrito ever reaching that level. <laughs> no. No, that would be... That'd be a big that no. That just wouldn't... That would be a big no-no. So, um... When there's a gun involved, I, I have a, I have a very firm belief when it comes to firearms. I believe there everyone should be able to own one, be able to carry one. But if you uh, if you skin that you skin that iron, you better be willing to use it, and it better be for a justifiable reason. Pulling it out for a fucking burrito is not uh, a justifiable reason to pull a handgun or any gun for that matter, or even to pull a even to pull a slapjack for all I care. Uh, this chick is a level five, and she is one of the biggest problems with our country and our society as a whole. I'll agree with that, man. I'll give her a five myself. Good. I'll allow it. And I just started doing the countdown as I hit record again, folks. That is not the first time I've done that either. <laughs> so bear with us. Okay, we're going back into our stories with a story from uh, KEPR, the CBS affiliate. Assault suspect jumps on Pasco police car, twerks before arrest. Pasco. Police say a woman allegedly climbed through the sunroof of a woman's car to assault her and then twerked on a Pasco police car while officers investigated the fight. Police say the incident happened Wednesday at 4 p.m. in the area of Tuscany Plaza on Road 68 in front of Fiesta Restaurant. That's exactly how that reads. I don't. I, I can't even say I read it wrong. That is exactly how they wrote it. Police say a 28-year-old woman was was driving to meet her 37-year-old Pasco female suspect. What? Come on, step up your game, writers. Uh, people. Police say the two women were in some sort of dispute. Well, you don't say. Uh, police say the victim had a pistol and does possess a concealed weapon permit. Witnesses say they saw the suspect climb onto the roof of the victim's car and began hitting the female with her fist. The suspect also allegedly uh, pulled off the victim's wig. <laughs> During the alleged assault, the suspect climbed into the car through the sunroof and continued to hit the victim. During the assault, the victim allegedly fired one round from her pistol as a warning shot. Ooh, no, 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 no. Shortly after this, a raw officer arrived on scene to see the woman fighting over the gun. The officer quickly separated the woman and secured the pistol. Good on you, officer. 
Uh, police say the suspect was directed to wait at the front of the police car. This is when officers say the woman climbed onto the front of the car and began twerking. Uh, she was later arrested for a suspicion of assault. Okay, so I'm looking at the video. I'm oh, not the video, I'm sorry. Um, stills from the video. I got a fucking huge problem here. So they, th- th- there is a shot fired. They are literally fighting over the weapon when they get there. They separate them, take the weapon, and then just tell this chick to go stand in front of the car? They don't... What? (laughs) She's not wearing handcuffs. She just literally gets up on the bumper, she's twerking, then she crawls all the way up and she's dancing. The police are in the background going, huh, look at that. You don't see that every fucking day. (laughs) What? And and where, where, where did this take place? Uh, Pasco? Uh, I'm not sure where that's at. It just says Pasco. Where the hell is I will, Pasco? I, I, I'm just I, my. If I were in the roulette wheel of life, I would put my my money on Florida. I, I mean, I'm, I'm, yeah. <laughs> let's, I mean, like, let's be honest. <laughs> I, and and what you are absolutely right, though, man. Active shooter. Active shooter. Gets told to wait in front of the car. Like, um, I'm sorry. Warning shot or not. Warning shot or not. The second you discharge a firearm, you have become an active shooter. This is actually Washington State. It is not Florida. Wow. Huh. So, huh? yeah. I'm, 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 I'm shocked. <laughs> yeah, how, how do you not secure this? They're fighting over a goddamn gun. How do you not secure the suspects? Especially when you don't know who's, who's who. Right. And there's a gun. And there's witnesses that say this one was the aggressor. Ah. And then they just stand there and watch this broad, you know, dancing on the hood of their car. Do any of the? Do either of them have their guns drawn? No. What? You I mean you're looking at the picture still on my screen too? I mean you can see my screen, man. He's got. He's, no, look. there is. A, there's nothing there. No, nope, he, he nope. looks like he yeah. might be pulling a taser. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> uh, but liability-wise, what kind of score are you giving this chick there, Bucky? Mm, no, active shooter, shooting, firing a fire. Nah, you get a five on that one too. I'm sorry. You are shooting a live firearm. She's not the shooter. Oh, she's not the shooter. No, the, the, I'm gonna the give... victim was the shooter. Oh, yeah. Victim gets a five. Sorry. Um, uh, perpetrator, I'd give her a three. Wow. Okay. Well, perpetrator, uh, this is somebody who is actually assaulting someone. I'm definitely giving them a four. Now, when it comes to the victim firing a shot, now, it, it, I would like, uh, we're going to have to retake the article at face value. Take it as as the hundred percent as the gospel here. If she actually fired a warning shot, you know she goes up to a four as well. There's no such thing as a warning shot, in my opinion. Uh, you, as I said in an earlier story, if you're going to draw a fire a firearm, you better be prepared to use it, and you better be prepared to use it for the right reason. Warning shots are not a thing. We don't do that. Um, 
there, there's, right. there's actually of, there's been people charged with murder because they fired a warning shot into the ground and you may think oh it's the dirt it'll just go in the dirt not necessarily uh it can actually ricochet off of dirt or a rock or anything like that and in this particular instance someone fired one into their driveway uh and it, it, it ricocheted up and killed the suspect uh they were charged with murder because if they had actually drawn the weapon and fired and uh killed them well then it's a self-defense uh, by firing into the ground as a warning, then they weren't in imminent. They, the person wasn't in imminent danger of death, so they had no reason to fire the weapon. So then they get charged with murder. Uh, but but think of all the residual, uh, all the residual damage just a warning shot could do. I mean, like if that warning shot had actually hit someone, think of all the gun rights, all the uh, all the Second Amendment things that would have come to come to terms over that yeah. i mean like that could have created a serious fucking ripple that's why i gave her a five i see i'm just like, wondering if, is this chick actually crazy for what she's doing or is this well i know i'm getting arrested so i'm gonna pretend i'm crazy i mean there's certain if you know you're going down you know you you can you you can make things better for yourself in the long run by acting like a fool uh did you ever watch breaking bad of course I have. So there's a oh, yeah. there's a part where Walter White gets, um, you know, he got he, he was gone for several days because he was, uh, I believe, trapped with one of the drug uh, dealers he was uh, working with, and he was trying to come up with a uh, a reason why he would have been gone. So he walked into a supermarket nude and just stood there, uh, so he could say he was in a fugue state, had no memory of anything, and. and you know, if you're gonna, if if you do something big like that, you know, you get away with it. I'm kind of wondering if that might be what part of this is. Uh, it, well, it, it could have been that, or the or the equivalent of like a professional athlete spiking a football. She's like, "Yep, I'm the victor." Boom, 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 boom. Now take me to jail. True that. Well, our next story comes from Boston.com. Electric dog fencing mistaken for trip wires near Midstate Trail. Hikers have been stepping over the fencing wires for several years, apparently. Spencer Police notified public Tuesday of trip wires that were appearing on the Midstate Trail in areas located in Leicester, and were seeking the public's help in finding the person responsible. Well, seems it was a false alarm, however. They realized that the trip wires were, in fact, electric dog fencing. Mike Pecker, chair of the Midstate Trail Committee, told Boston.com that the Midstate Trail supervisor walked the Midstate Trail Tuesday afternoon with the owner of the land where the fencing was found. The supervisor found the yellow strand of what he believed to be the tripwire. Pecker said the electric dog fencing is close to the ground and it has been stepped over by hikers for many years over for many times over several years that it has been there. According to the trail supervisor, there is a strip of dog fence at the edge of the lawn in a gravel area and a second strip embedded into the lawn. The fencing was flagged by a hiker who was at the Midstate Trail Sunday afternoon and saw the yellow wire. She thought it was a trip wire and sent photos uh, to hikers in social media groups to warn them when they're hiking the trail. Okay. What, what you think, Buck? I think that the urban legend of the uh, trip, wire, trip wire in the woods just got ruined by a pecker. But um, other than that... <laughs> wow. What? Nothing. I mean, like, guys, that guy's name was Mike Pecker. You think I'm just going to leave that alone? Right. Like, come on. This okay. is the social liability podcast, but no. You know what? I mean... Okay, so lady gets freaked out and starts putting an advisory out. I mean, like, yeah, 
I mean, her heart's in the right place. You know, common sense isn't common knowledge. So, I, I really can't fault her for freaking out, but, like, there are better ways to raise awareness for something like a tripwire in the woods. Like, perhaps advising people on social media that you found a potential tripwire that could lead to a booby trap placed by, you know, who knows what kind of ne'er-do-wells are are going through the woods in your area right now, planting booby traps and all sorts of things, you know? Like that's she could have like called that's, the police, <laughs> that's, dude. That's, you're, 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 this is what she did. Are you? Did you not listen to what I read? Oh my god. Okay, so hey, you know what, Raz, Raz, Raz. I am sorry, man. This is <laughs> this is one of the parts of the podcast that's the funniest because I have a cognitive disability, and so. Sometimes, like I'm like Dory the fish. As soon as you say something, I'm like, oh, yeah. You know what? No, no, no. You don't get to fall back on the on the cognitive disability shit. My dis, you make my dyslexic ass read this shit live on the air. Right. So I and you fall back on dyslexia because you obviously know how to read. You just have a hard time. I obviously know how to listen. I'm just having a hard time. (laughs) Okay, so I, I actually don't have anybody at fault here, but um, th- this could lead to some bad things happening. So uh, this guy, this is a trail system that's set up, uh, but it's on private land. This individual who allows this to occur uh, still has rights to his property, and he has his dog fence, electric, you know, it's an invisible fence. And, you know... It, if people see this wire and they do something now his dumb ass should have buried the stupid thing in my opinion and if you're gonna have public access through this trail why do you have your dogs able to go up to that point uh, just there's a lot of stuff wrong here but i don't see anybody being a liability it just seems like a comedy of errors on everyone's part right and where exactly are you chastising me for not listening i'm just i was just highlighting like if you believe that you have found something like this, perhaps you should notify the police. She did. You know? And see, okay, see, now I know. Now I know where I slipped up. Now I know where the disconnect happened. Okay, yep, definite. You got me twice in the same article. <laughs> That's... I am having a great day. Right. I'm not going to give anybody a score, though. Because that, that's kind of like, it's just, a, no. it's, just a, it's just an all-around fuckaloo. No. No, it's just yeah. Well, this next that's, one, that's this next one's definitely getting a score, but this is being reported by the Orlando Sentinel. Florida crash victims carjacked after good Samaritan by <laughs> good Samaritans who stopped to help them. So, no, not by. Let me read that again. I'm gonna start over. Florida crash victims carjack good Samaritans who stopped to help them. There we go. Two men who crashed on Interstate 75 carjacked two good Samaritans who stopped to help them Tuesday morning. The Florida Highway Patrol said as it released more details about the case. The suspects crashed uh, occurred uh, when the driver lost control of the car, a 2021 Nissan Sentra with Oklahoma license plate, blah, blah, blah. Then collided with a barrier wall and stopped in the center southbound lane of I-75 at mile marker 296. When a mother and daughter, ages 47 and 27, from Jacksonville stopped to help, one of the men pulled a gun on them. The men then abandoned their vehicle, forced themselves into the woman's vehicle, and made the victims drive them to an intersection in Tampa, roughly 30 minutes south. 
They told the woman they had become lost after leaving Lakeland. The mother and daughter drove the carjackers, who they described as one black and one Hispanic male, to 138th Avenue and 19th Street in Tampa, and then they were allowed to drive off. No, victim, no injuries were reported. <laughs> the woman drove to a Hills, uh, Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office district office to report the incident. The suspects were described as in their early blah, 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 blah. And it gives a detailed description of them, but we're not going to need to do all that. So dudes crash. The, the mother-daughter pull over and say, hey, uh, you, you guys need some help? And they pull out a gun and say, you're going to drive us somewhere. How about you ask, assholes? Because they probably would have done it. <laughs> you're muted again there, Buck. Why are you trying to talk to me with your mic turned off, Buck? It's just having a day, man. You are a but po- no. you are a podcast liability. That's what you are. I know, man. <laughs> I know. But that's why we had so much fun with it. I mean, you know. But no, you know what? I mean, putting myself in the same shoes, like I would have just given him a ride. Like they, there's no need to bring guns into this. If you just, they literally stopped to help your ass. If you just asked, they probably would have. Now, granted, they're probably up to something nefarious. Like, the car was probably stolen, and they're, they're, they were fleeing somebody or something of that nature. It doesn't matter. But if they said, hey, yeah, um, we wrecked our car. Uh, can you give us a ride? If they stopped to help you, they probably would have. You, yeah. you just caught additional charges because you're a dumbass. Mm. I mean, I guess if you're in, I mean, you're in for a, you're you're in for a one, you might as well just go all out, you know. I blame it on piss poor planning. That's that's just it. I mean, you know, how could you not have a contingency plan for you know an unforeseen car wreck? Pshaw. So I mean, like, there's got there's got to be like there's got to be a section in the flow chart for shit like that. When you're planning out a heist, it's like unexpected vehicle problems. And we just left that box blank. <laughs> so, uh, with them having a um, a gun involved and they're pulling a gun on somebody, that, that automatically takes up to a five, in my opinion. It really does. I'm going to go ahead and agree with you on that one. I mean, you know. I'd be interested to see if the AAA operator that got their phone call before they robbed this poor guy has anything to say on this either. Because I bet you these two mental math magicians definitely fucking called AAA first. Just saying. I could see them doing some dumb shit like that. Uh, I doubt it. I doubt they know what AAA is. <laughs> All right, Buck. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a touche on that one. They, they probably don't know what AAA is. They probably don't know how to spell it either. So we're going to move on to cbsnews.com. And this is the title of our story because we needed some clickbait. Uh, a jealous Florida couple arrested after alleged fight erupts during an orgy. <laughs> ah! We got our clickbait. Oh, yeah. And it also just happens to be one of our favorite kinds of stories, Buck. Uh-huh. Florida man, Florida man. Whatever the fuck he can Makes headlines every time Florida's paradigm Look out Here comes Florida Here comes a Florida couple Because in Spring Hill, Florida James Albert Barfield and Tina Mitchell Norris 
were arrested and charged with domestic battery on Sunday morning after a fight allegedly erupted between the two jealous partners during a five-person orgy. 56-year-old Barfield and 39-year-old Norris were participating in a five-person swinger party when Norris reportedly became angry when she saw Butterfield having sex with another woman. Barfield, who also became furious with Norris after she engaged in a threesome with two other men. <laughs> they were rage-fucking. <laughs> Their mutual anger culminated in a fight that left Barfield with scratch marks and Norris with a bloody lip. The couple was subsequently charged with domestic battery, and Norris received an additional charge for resisting arrest after she refused to put her clothing back on after being ordered to do so. Norris was very intoxicated and uncooperative at the time of the arrest. <laughs> the other three swingers reportedly left before police arrived. <laughs> well, what did you think was going to happen at the orgy? We're going to the orgy, but don't you, don't you, don't you? What? I don't think you read the whole memo. (laughs) (laughs) Did you think you were going to go see a band? (laughs) You going to make it? You going to make it, fuck? You look like you're going to (laughs) die. All I can do is... Oh, wow. Wow, wow, wow. Like, I'm just getting, like, a mental picture of this poor asshole. Like, walking out of the bathroom. Just, just like, comes out of the bathroom and is like, Wait, what? (laughs) Where did all these naked people come from? This does not look like a televised sporting event. Why did I bring my cheese helmet? This was not in the itinerary. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I mean, if you're going to go to an orgy, guess what, folks? There's going to be sex involved. Um, I mean, oh. did they each think that they'd be the one participating and, their, and the spouse would be the one watching? I mean, what? What did they think was going to happen? Because they both oh got they both got mad because she had a three way with two guys and he, he was having sex with some other woman. I, I mean, uh, what? <laughs> it sounds like they were both the center of attention. <laughs> and those poor other people that were there, those three other those three other cats, like they're probably just like, mm, no. Nope, we're out. We're going to have an OG over here. Yeah, we're like, fuck you. <laughs> we're going to go over to our place and have a three-way. We don't need you two anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, OG's when there's three. Orgy's when there's four. Oh, jeez. Or more. Because when there's three, because <laughs> when there's three, one says, OG, there's none for me, and walks right out the door. Not necessarily. We're not going to go into that. Um... <laughs> Jesus Christ. What the hell did you think was going to happen? That's the only thing I can, the only thing I can say. What did you think was going to happen? Yeah. Like, maybe he thought it was going to be like a movie night. 
Well, he was mad because she was in a three way, and she was mad because he had another girl. What? what, what? <laughs> I mean, what part of orgy was ambiguous? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I, like I said, these two people apparently did not read the entire like itinerary of events that went along with this particular affair. I mean, like affair. Ah. <laughs> oh, jeez. All right, I'm going to give this a score of a three because I, I can only just think it's drunkness that caused this. I'm not even going to deign them with a three, man. I'm going to give them, like, two. Actually, yeah, you know what? Because yeah, he, yeah, they didn't hurt anybody but themselves, and they just ruined, ruined, uh, a, good, they just ruined a good time for three other people. I, yeah, that's really what it boils down to, man. Like, two people went into something thinking that they could take it, got all fucking butt hurt and offended, and ruined the night for three other people. Like, an orgy is a consensual event. Like, all the people, all parties involved in this particular, you know, affair, <laughs> uh, happen to... They, they, they happen to give something to each other called consent. And, uh, and you know, that kind of goes along with the package of an orgy. There's no wrongdoing here. It's just five people expressing their, you know, expressing themselves and they're, you know, in a, what, what should have been a mutually, you know, beneficial way. But, you know, two people just went in there and just, just decided they couldn't take it. I guess so. Bunch of fucking babies. Bunch of babies. Which you don't need in an orgy. So I think that's going to bring us to a close this week, Buck. This has been yet another edition of the Social Liability Podcast. We do ask that if you do enjoy the podcast, that you tell a friend about it. Because it costs you nothing. It costs nothing. Except the only thing we ask that you pay is attention. If you hit the subscribe button, you'll get us each and every week as we record, I think, every Saturday. It used to be Fridays. We're doing it pretty much every Saturday now. And it's getting uploaded rather quickly. Uh, So you can enjoy these two morons talking about stupid people uh, to your heart's content. Uh, do you have anything else to add for me, Buck? No, no. Other than the fact that, you know, we appreciate you and we uh, we hope to see you for many more weeks to come. That being said, folks, I am the Raz Grease with my co-host, the Buck Rundle, wishing you a great and uh, non-fight-filled and an orgy week. Peace. <laughs>